0: This programme was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Hawkes Bay, your community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand on Air for making this type of programming possible.
1: Total commitment to Christ, Bible-based, Christ-centred, Holy Spirit-oriented. The FlexMere Christian Fellowship. Welcome to this broadcast from the FlexMere Christian Fellowship. Today's worship begins with Jen Johnson, Goodness of God, followed by Elevation Worship, See a Victory, and concluding with We the Kingdom, who will refresh us with their song, Holy Water. is Through faith we understand the worlds were framed by the word of God. Do not let the words of people frame you. You may become a participant in a picture framed through the words of others, according to their influence and intent. There is power in the spoken word. Pastor Nigel Woodley is up next.
0: Uh, The word of God I'm going to bring to you today. In Hebrews chapter 11 verse 3 we read these words. Uh, Hebrews 11 is the faith chapter and we read, by faith we understand that the universe was formed at God's command so that what is seen was not made out of what was visible. We know this because we know the creation that in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth and the earth was formless and void and darkness darkness was over the surface of the deep and the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters, then God said, let there be light. And that's, that's how creation that we see and touch and feel and live in. This created world all came about through the command, the spoken command and the spoken word of Almighty God. And there's nothing that came into being except God first spoke it. And and the power behind the word that spoke it was the power called faith. And that's why the King James, as you probably have on your screen, says, uh, through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So that the things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. The point I want to make right now is the fact that by faith, or through faith, the worlds were framed by the word of god and i guess if i wanted to give this a heading or the first part of my message um, it, it would go like this do not let the words of people frame you because that's what can happen to you because we understand that by faith the worlds were framed by the word of god as it was declared and i know that people's words, particularly people who have influence in your lives, they are going to frame you and put you in a picture that they have made up. In their minds, this is what you should look like. So be very careful because words, actually your words, other people's words, can actually frame you, put you in a frame and you're in the picture according to what they're saying. And it's only the power of the spirit of faith that can allow you not to be dictated to in that way and see that you are framed according to God's will and His counsel and His purpose and the Word of God for your life. Amen? So so just be careful of the words of other people, particularly family members, but particularly they they may be family members who are not saved. In some situations, they may be family members who are saved. And they're framing you according to their interpretation, their doctrine, or they may go to another church, so they don't fully agree with what we do. So, according to, and that they try to frame you and say, no, you should be like this, and you should fit into this, and, and this is how you should look like. No, let faith frame you by the word of God. And with that, I want to read to you a, a scripture. This is what uh, Paul the Apostle said to a group of Ephesian elders, the leaders, or you could call them the Ephesian pastors, who had gathered together. And this is what he says in Acts 20 and verse 25. He says, Now I know that none of you among whom I have gone about preaching the kingdom will ever see me again. Therefore I declare to you today that I am innocent of the blood of all men. For I have not hesitated to proclaim to you the whole will of God. Uh, the, The King James, I believe, says the whole counsel of God. That's why we need to know all the counsel of God. Where do we find all the counsel of God? It's in the book that we, that we hold up, the Holy Bible. This is the counsel of God. He says, for I have not hesitated to proclaim that to you. Keep watch over yourselves and all the flock. Keep watch over yourselves and all the flock of which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers. And he says, be shepherds of the church of God. Be shepherds of the church of God which he brought with his own blood. I know that after I leave, savage wolves will come in among you and will not spare the flock. Even from your own number, men will arise and distort the truth in order to draw away disciples after them. So be on your guard. Remember that for three years I never stopped warning you each day and night with tears. Paul was really warning the pastors of Ephesus, the the elders, those responsible for watching over God's flocks, or his flock, that when he left, savage wolves would come in among them and even from their own number, men would arise to try and draw away disciples after them. Don't be framed by their words. Um, And the, the reason I read that reading is because even... Even Paul said, even from your own number, even from among you, you're the church, this is going to happen. And, and But it's no reason to disown the church because from time to time we see this happening in the church or from the church. And these self-righteous, holier-than-thou people are going out of the church saying, I'm not going to church, I don't need to go to church, I believe in Jesus. They're in rebellion because they're just finding excuses to say, the institutionalised church that wipes us, most of us off the map are no good. Rubbish, alright? Jesus himself said, "From what do you talk about the tears and the wheat? From our own number, there will even be tears among us. I pray this is done here today. But it's a reality. It's a reality. So you don't toss the church out, and I've said it in church, if you don't, if you don't, if you don't love the church, you don't love Jesus. Because the church is Jesus, it's the body of Christ, it's the body of Jesus. You can't say, I love Jesus the head, but don't love his body. Because if you love the head, you look after and care for his body. Amen, church? Okay. All right. The other thing I'd like to mention is that uh, don't be too upset about the way the world is. Listen, we always knew the world is lost. Okay, it's a losty, right? Uh, the world is lost. So this is what counts, this is the kingdom of God. So what, see you know that's all happening out there, but we knew it was going to happen. The Bible predicted things were going to get worse, actually. But uh, let's build up the kingdom of God. Christ is going to come and reign supreme over all nations of the world. That's coming. Matthew 25, 1 and 2, which you will see on your screen. So, at the time my coming draws near, Jesus said, heaven's kingdom realm will be, can be compared to ten maidens or ten virgins, who took their oil lamps and went outside to meet the bridegroom and his bride. Five of them were foolish and everybody say it. Can you read ill-prepared? Did you not know how to say that? Let's all say it. Ill-prepared. Turn to your neighbor and say ill-prepared. Five of them were foolish and ill-prepared, for they took no extra oil for their lamps. Five of them were wise, and sensible for they took flasks of olive oil with their lamps you have to understand in those days they, the oil was their batteries and as long as they had oil they could keep their lamps burning so that in the darkness they have light when the bridegroom didn't come when they expected you see the virgins all or the maidens had to all wait for the bridegroom to come they all grew drowsy and fell asleep Then suddenly in the middle of the night they were awakened by the shout Get up! The bridegroom is here! Come out and have an encounter with him. So all the girls got up and trimmed their lamps. But the foolish ones, that is the foolish and ill-prepared were running out of oil because they hadn't prepared themselves properly. So they said to the five wise ones, Share your oil with us, because our lamps are going out. We can't. The wise ones replied, They don't have enough for all of us. We don't have enough for all of us. You'll have to go and buy some oil for yourselves. While the five girls were out buying oil, oops, the bridegroom appeared. Those who were ready and waiting, those who were, everybody say it, ready, and waiting one more time ready and waiting one more time ready and waiting ready and waiting so those who were ready and waiting were escorted inside with them and the wedding party the wedding party to enjoy the feast and then the door was locked it was bolted and then padlocked and a big sign on the outside said go away later the five foolish girls came running up to the door and pleaded, Lord, Lord, let us come in. But he called back, Go away. Do I know you? I can assure you, I don't even know you. That is the reason you should always stay awake and be alert because you don't know the day or hour when our bridegroom Jesus will appear. What was their problem? They were ill prepared. They weren't planning. They were planning for everything else in life. They were planning to eat and drink get married and and do all their things in life that we carry on doing but they had forgotten to plan for the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. This is important because we are instructed to keep our oil jars or lamps full of oil, okay? Not to be caught with our pants down or our lamps without oil. So, you know, the oil is, is uh, metaphorically speaking of, the Holy Spirit, okay? The Holy Spirit. And uh, it says, be filled with the Holy Spirit. And, and unless you've got passion that uh, just won't die out, then good on you. But I know I need to, to attend these things, so that my fire keeps stoked up and burning for the Lord, and this is what it means: being filled with the Holy Spirit. Keep your lamps filled, and enthusiastic and zealous for the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, you can't do it on your own. If you think you can do it on your own, you're independent and wrong. Okay, we stir one another up. We stoke we stoke each other's fire when we come out to these things. We stoke even this morning coming out. We're stoking each other's fire okay and with with that in mind being filled with the Holy Spirit let me just bring this to you this is the final reading before we close it's from Ephesians 5 and verse 6 it says don't be fooled by those who speak their empty words and deceptive teachings telling you otherwise this is what brings God's anger upon the rebellious now that was in regards to those telling you that that you have liberty to do whatever you want Don't listen to them or live like them at all. In verse 8, Once your life was full of sin's darkness, but now you have the very light of our Lord shining through you because of your union with him. Your mission is to live as children flooded with his revelation light, and the supernatural fruits of his light will be seen in you. That is, goodness righteousness, and truth. Then you will learn to choose what is beautiful to our Lord and don't even associate with the servants of darkness because they have no fruit in them. Instead, reveal truth to them. The very things they do in secret are too vile and filthy to even mention. Whatever the revelation light exposes, it will also correct. This is what it's saying here, that whatever the revelation light exposes, it will also correct. And everything that reveals truth is light to the soul. That is why the scriptures say, Arise, you sleeper, rise up from the dead, and the anointed anointed one will shine his light into you. So be very careful how you live, not being like those with no understanding, but live honorably, with true wisdom, for we are living in evil times. Take full advantage of every day as you spend your life for his purposes. Verse 17, and don't live foolishly, for then you will have discernment to fully understand God's will. And don't get drunk with wine, which is rebellion. Instead, be filled with the fullness of the Holy Spirit. And your hearts will overflow with a joyful song to the Lord Jehovah, keep speaking to each other with words of scripture, singing the Psalms with praises and spontaneous songs given by the Spirit. Always give thanks to the Father, to Father God for every person he brings into the life, into your life in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And out of your reverence for Christ, be supportive of each other in love. These are good words from the, this is the light of life, this is the word of god it's the lamp of the lord we're shedding its light here today and may his light do some good for you and uh, bring you through to victory just remember uh, when god don't despise the opportunities that god gives us to stoke each other's fire to be filled with the holy spirit to keep our lamps burning because one day jesus is coming and those who have not who are ill-prepared uh, because they have put other priorities ahead of your priority to be filled with him, to be filled with the Spirit, those who are ill-prepared will miss out, will knock on the door say, let me in and say, I don't even know if I know you. Indeed, I don't even know you. That's a sad indictment upon any Christian. So let's make sure that we're not like that, but we are prepared. people said, amen. amen.
1: You've just heard from Pastor Nigel Woodley in his sermonette, Do Not Let the Words of People Frame You. In closing, we would like to thank you for tuning into this broadcast from the Flaxmere Christian Fellowship. Total commitment to Christ, Bible-based, Christ-centered, Holy Spirit-oriented—the Flaxmere Christian Fellowship.